Guys, welcome to our yeah, podcast. Buddy. <laughs> this is podcast number 16. If you guys are pay- playing at home in the home edition, uh, my name is Todd Ensich. Thank you very much, guys. This is our after show slash podcast. We do this every week after our regular half hour program here at uh, BehindTheBunker.com. Um, if you found us, that means we are on iTunes or Podomatic if you are one of them, they're Android people. <laughs> With me, I have uh, Josh Zubizabrikis. Sup? Joe Kimson from Flagrater's Paintball. Greetings. And uh, Matt the Crypt pushing buttons. And Seb is unfortunately um, right there. out having a uh, breath of fresh air. Oh, here he is. Seb, can you give us your impersonation of your friend Simon Stevens? Autococker. Very nice. That's very that's very spot on. dead on. Now, Joe, we had some interesting news released this week. We did. Yeah, a um, a company called a little company called Shoreline out of the UK. Yes, um, does uh, probably one of Europe's biggest promoters. He does uh, events like the Citadel um, and uh, Zombieland, which is going on uh, this weekend, I believe. Yes, but he also does big events at normal traditional paintball fields. So he does not everything he does is at at some sort of. Crazy location and venue. Crazy venue. Sorry, crazy venue. Yeah. But I heard that he is coming to North America, and he has picked one lucky location that he feels is one of the greatest places in the world to do an offshoot thing. Yes, Flag Raiders Paintball. September 21st. I've actually got uh, something somebody wrote in for that. Very good. This is uh, Jeremiah D. Pillen uh, wrote in. I think you should talk about... What do you think the shoreline scenario will be at Flagler's PayPal? What you think the ticket cap will be and how quickly you think it might sell out? Hmm. Oh, and is Tim Burnett the best looking PayPal game producer alive? No. Or the most <laughs> or just the most ingenious. And Tim <laughs> Barnett posted up in a photo. It looks like he's drinking an entire 60 of Jack Daniels. Nice. Ha uh, ha. I am actually very disappointing in the flesh. Nice. This, um, uh, l- let me give you a little bit of history. Uh, Joe, Zuby, and I were in, uh, and Matt were at Extravaganza. We landed. Um, we got to the hotel, checked in. They told us our room wasn't ready, so we went and chilled in the in the bar for a little while. We opened up our laptops, turned on our phones to get internet, and um, five minutes old of a press release was a uh, w- was the press release letting people know what was going on, and um, so it was that new within. A couple hours of that, we already had people coming up to us saying, hey, we're coming to Flag Raiders for that event. Good job. Um, and these are people all across the United States. So I think it's going to be massive. I think the player cap is going to be hit early. And uh, this is going to be a sellout. I think if you don't get your tickets before the day, um, honestly, I don't know. That's a, that's a Tim question, but I'm thinking probably around 1,000. Okay, so I'll put a note on here. Ask Tim. <laughs> when it gets to 999, you may want to register. Otherwise, you may, may be out of luck. That's yeah, true. Very good. Now, guys, we are watching Twitter at Behind the Bunker. We are watching the live chat. chat for if you're him. watching us live uh, on Monday night at 8 or 5 o'clock Pacific time. And um, 
We may even take a live Skype call later tonight if you guys are uh, feeling uh, feisty. So why don't we get to it, guys? What do we have? Um, what do we have in the question department now? Before we do that, um, the one question that was sent in that I think we should touch base on is with paintball extravaganza that we just went through. We saw every single paintball uh, event or, uh, or item rather that was released last week. The question is, what is the the most or your your most favorite item that you saw last week? What impressed you the most? What what made you excited? Now, there's a lot of new guns, a lot of new toys. Uh, for me, there was only a couple that actually, um, you know, that were really good. That that not really good, but that that were different that I liked. Yeah, yeah. Zuby, what do you have to say? I, I have to say, I think I, everything that came out was cool. We saw a lot of neat stuff. Uh, not to diminish any of them, but I think the best little treat so to speak or the the um, the autococker of last year that came back out this year was the tank from ninja oh that's Being true that was a highlight considerably yeah. smaller 30 percent lighter i mean it's no joke you hold it in your hand and you look at the tank it's a normal 45 45 size but it's a 68 45 and it's lighter than a 68 it's lighter than a 45 yep. which is i think that's fantastic i think that is a step in the next direction of where you're going to go with a marker yeah I, I like your suggestion Zubi, but i think you're missing the obvious um as you well know well, sorry there's a star disclaimer at the bottom that said <laughs> with the exception of everything that was at inception designs this is the coolest yeah but i i think when joe and i went around the corner in the booth and we saw um a company that makes their own nerf rockets I thought that was probably uh, one of the nicest things at Paintball Extravaganza. There's a strike loader there. I know. It, you made me do the video camera work for it. <laughs> no, the strike loader was not there, unfortunately. Not there. No. no, and I checked every single garbage can. I didn't even see it. Oh, <laughs> wow. Bazinga. Bazinga, indeed. Say <laughs> damage. Yeah. Oh, well. Joe, what was your favorite? And don't say the tan defender. <laughs> I like the tan defender, there but, I, but, I, but the I, there's defender. two there's two things that I I, I, I quite like. Uh, J Empire and JT had some new goggle colorways that are coming out. Those are pretty cool. Tipman had what I think will revolutionize or could help get people into um, MagFed last year. JT had the Splatmaster. Um, Tipman's got a 98 um, mag adapter kit that clips right on where the hopper goes and you can run mag feed in a 98. I think that'll be cool. And they've got the new uh, TCR, yep. Tactical Compact Rifle, yes. which is a mag fed yes. polymer yeah. now, How marker. many takes Pretty do we cool. have of Joe saying it's the <laughs> Tactical Combat Rifle? Ah, whatever, I got it right, a Tactical Compact Rifle yeah, or something. But anyway, it's cool. I like that. Yeah. Now, I also say one of my highlights there was running into Mark Pegon and Pretty Lou. Pretty Lou from uh, Reservoir yeah. Dogs. That was fun. Um, it was nice having Simon on the program as well as uh, Eric Engler on the program. That was great. And uh, we took a couple hours off and went to the Air and Space Museum, the Smithsonian, mm -hmm. uh, just to sort of clear our head from all the paintball goodness. And uh, that was a highlight for me. Um, you know what I did on the way home that I didn't tell you? Uh-oh. Right. I stopped at Gettysburg. I went through the museum. Nice. Did you really? Yep. Good for you. And then what? It's pretty cool. They dro drove around town and saw this in, um, historical significant. That's pretty cool. That's neat. Really neat. Good for you, Josh. Very good. I thought you could drive through Gettysburg. I you not stop. Like. You know, when I'm when I'm motoring about, as a term that my friend uses, motoring, I often like to stop at at, at areas of historical significance. Um, 
around our great continent where we had where we had the battles where many of the British defeated the American <laughs> troops. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I enjoy going to museums and stopping and looking at tanks and things like that. I also mm-hmm. stopped in Leesburg, but I just went to Wendy's. I, I do enjoy <laughs> museums, but I, I like finding little hovels that have never eaten before that uh, that I can write home about. Much like I'm sorry, what did you just say? That he you love finding <laughs> little hovels you haven't eaten before. Eaten at. You are a like dirty restaurants. old man. That should be a thing. <laughs> like that Owl's Steakhouse in Chicago. Todd likes virgin hovels <laughs> or hobbits. Wow. 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 Knock the gong over. Song the opinions loves expressed that. by the following panelists do not necessarily reflect those of Behind the Bunker or its sponsors. Thank you, Joe. Oh, burn that one now. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, yeah, er, Papal Extravaganza was fun. It was, uh, it was awesome sitting in the bar, doing our program, and looking over and seeing, you know, Bob Long. And uh, I don't know if um, you can call it a bar there. Uh, it, was, it was the hotel lobby. It's a hotel lobby with extortionate pricing. Lobby. With a really big <laughs> echo. And like the ceiling must have been really high there. It, it was. Because as an audio guy, I was very audio, high. Audio, yes. Yeah. Oh, it was very high, Seth. Yeah. Um, I would have taken a picture for you, but I didn't know you. The drinks were reasonable. I bought Joe a beer and I bought a double shot of whiskey and it was $26 plus tax. <laughs> Or plus tip, rather. So it was reasonable. You didn't buy it. I heard you at the bar. Put it on Tipman's tab. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors. <laughs> By the way, guys, if you're listening to the podcast, we didn't do, uh, we didn't announce it at the front of the program. Uh, but want to thank our sponsors, Empire JT, uh, Tipman GI, AirUps Valken, Patchworks, Flag Raiders, and our newest to our repertoire. Does anybody know? Do I have to uh, put it out there? Where is it? right there lux dlx Lux. industries or technology Lux. so very good Lux. welcome welcome to the program to dustin <laughs> yes hopefully we'll get dusted back on the show shortly so should we head on into our questions people don't care about our trip to extravaganza i think y- you know what else we should talk to what else we saw that was cool at, at extravaganza i think people you know enjoy new products and i think this is this is the show that you know brings out all the new products that all the manufacturers release. So I think, you know, you can talk about a couple of other things that we saw that were cool, and I don't think people will object Well, to you that. know what? We have lots of people chiming in and wanting to ask us questions. Why don't we go to line one? No, nobody there. Let's go to uh, line two, Seb. No, nobody there either. Okay. Line three. Hello, and welcome to Movie All right, so nobody's calling, nobody's asking us questions right now, so why don't we move on? Let's get to all the ones that were Facebooked (laughs) in, Seb. What do you, why don't you just tell us the question, Seb? Oh, yes, I'm just, uh, I'm dwelling over what uh, Zuby just said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Barbara Elg, not a question, just a comment. Do not let your mother-in-law into a paintball field with a bright blue raincoat makes for an easy target two bruises to prove it love you gavin barbara nice guys it's garvin (laughs) just to let just to let garvin at home know that we are missing you it'll be nice to have you back on the program garvin is going through some uh uh some medical issues with his wife she's doing much better knock on wood Mm -hmm. uh, and we wish them the best and uh Hopefully the the road to recovery is is short and uh, we'll get Gar- Garvin back here on the show. I think I just realized why he's not on the show. We've been calling him Gavin all this time. 
His real name's Garvin. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> Those guys. You call me Gavin? Todd so Mack. Uh, if Todd. they call me Gavin one more time, I'm, I'm seriously going to burn this place down. I'm going to burn the studio <laughs> I, down. I just received a text simile from Matt Mondu. He would like to have one of the battle axe bodies from Inception Designs that Simon makes. So if you, when you're placing your order, please get a battle axe body. For Matt's axe. And here's a trivia question yeah. for those of you that watched uh, Monday Night Show. Um, where did we get the battle? Where did why did Simon name it the Battle Axe? Mm, I don't want to say. <laughs> After his wife, I told him. <laughs> Somebody's wife. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say. Can Simon's we have um, Can we have nice the uh, Skype audio for a second? We have someone skyping in. Let's see if we can get a uh, some Uh-oh. audio on here. Yeah, here we go. Hi, who's calling in? <laughs> uh, it's the aluminium we need there, Simon. Yeah, can you say aluminium alinium autococker? What is the aluminium? Uh, is that uh, like aluminium? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 now I can't even say the word right. Aluminum. Aluminium. I'm too busy laughing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like um, the fact that we've got you on the show? I love it. I absolutely love it. I did not know that you could rap as well as you did. Autococker. <laughs> Very nice. How did you um how did you get out of extravaganza? Did you get uh, did you get out of there okay? Um it was insane. I'm actually swamped right now just trying to keep up with what happened at extravaganza. So it was absolutely fantastic for us. Ah, very good. I I have to say one of uh one of my favorite events of each year is extravaganza mm-hmm. and uh, as much as it was uh, very trying at times uh because of uh, all the things that we had to do. Um, I still look forward to it, and I can't wait to go back again next year. I, 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 mm-hmm. Where else can you go to get all those great products all under one roof and you're not uh, you know, sweating in the uh, Florida sun? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's Simon, good. Simon, I have another request for you. Can you say engage number one for me? Engage number one? <laughs> <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Very good. Start I appreciate it, guys. No, and I appreciate you uh, taking the time to be on our program uh, on uh, on Monday night. That was great. And maybe we'll uh, have Anytime. an opportunity to do that again. That was, uh, what, what did Anytime. you think of our uh, portable on-the-road setup? I really enjoyed myself. And what was even more important is that my mother loved it. Oh, did she watch? <laughs> she watched this several times on replay. Attaboy. That's why the numbers are so <laughs> high this awesome. week. <laughs> where is your mother? Where is your mother in England? Yes. Very awesome. nice. I, um, I have to say that we, we, did a, we did many, many episodes of this program. And then uh, I happened to be talking to my mother um, a couple months ago. And she just happened to mention that she watches the program. I had no idea. Yes, apparently my brother gave her the web address and didn't say anything to me, and she's been watching incessantly for uh, for the last few months. So my mom watches it. Yes, that's why my language and everything and uh, my my content. Question though, I actually (laughs) with a serious question. Sure. Which was the most exciting Magfed product you saw there? Oh. Oh. The guys at MaxTac have a MagFed pro- uh, product that they're still working on. They're looking for guys to design it for them, and they had a couple ideas. I kind of mm-hmm. like that. That was interesting for me. Um, the T15 was a bit of a rerun, although they're saying it's coming out shortly. Um, still sort nice. of, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, the, I, I think some the, of the, I, sorry, Joe, some of the Rap 4 stuff that they came out with that uh, is new and they're not releasing yet, when it comes out, I think it's pretty badass. I had an opportunity to shoot some of them. It's got there was t- definitely yeah. a huge focus on it at the show, wasn't there? It was quite impressive. Yeah, you, you mean can see uh, where people are thinking the opportunities are. You mean extravaganza MagFed show? 
Yeah. Very well, the so. the Milsig M17 was pretty neat, and it's coming in at a very good price point at like like three twenty nine mm-hmm. Canadian. I, uh, I hear they they can't keep them in stock; that they're flying off the shelves. And then yeah, and then the Titman gun. If, when that comes in, when that comes out midsummer, the TCR will be pretty cool. I think. I you know, do one of those TCRs. I'm going to be hitting them up yeah. for that. I, I've heard a lot of people kind of giving their pros and cons for the for the TCR, but you know what? The great thing about that is it is done by Titman, so you know they're going to sell a bunch of them. They're done properly, and the yep, TIPX okay, clips okay. fit them, and it's going to get MagFit into more people's hands than... Uh, Absolutely. Unfortunately, not to dismay all the other companies, but more more than any other company. And uh, if you're a MagFed fan, th- it's got to make you happy. I mean, I talked to you know Rap4, I talked to Milsig, and they're so ecstatic that Titman did that. It's just going to better. It's just going to better them. I agree. I think that's going to be huge for the whole genre. And it's kind of like how when I did the Empire Sniper, and I spoke to the guys at CCM, and they were over the moon with the fact that we were doing the Sniper because it was bringing more people into playing Pump, and yeah. it's been huge for Pump play. And I think that Tipman doing the Magfed products will do exactly the same for Magfed play. Yeah. I think it'll be massive. Yeah, I do like how you turned off the lights, but I can still see your prototype for your next thing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which one? This one. This one. Or this one. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Well, the question one is, and it is, and has always been, when is Simon coming out with his marker? We keep getting that about once a week. I I will be working on everything, so um, it'll happen. And there's nothing like that going to be imminent, but it will happen. Yeah. How about a drum feed for my TM15? <laughs> Could you make me one of those? I think I will be moving on and beyond what I did when I was at Key, so I, I don't see me doing any accessories for the TM15 yeah. anytime, to, uh, anytime soon. That's yeah. fine. Are you going to do a body for Joe for his tan defender? <laughs> I was trying to get hold of one that I could cut down and uh, lighten up a little yeah. bit. Now, so, uh, I know people give you ideas every week saying, Simon, you got to do this, You Simon, you got to do that, but I, I have something that the product or the a, a product that this industry definitely lacks. Does it involve we, an omen and a reedy flappy thing? No! <laughs> <laughs> Your private life is no part of the show. Um, I'm talking about goggles. There's not enough goggles in the market. We need to have proper pair of goggles that a, you know a guy can buy. Something that has colors and... Yeah. You, you know what? I do think there's still opportunities in the goggle market. I think there are certain things that are being neglected. Um, but doing something with a gazillion different colors is not quite my style. No. Um... I heard there was windshield wiper blades being attached to some of them. Now, that could Jeez. be wrong, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, so what was the highlight of, of the show for you, Simon? What was the one product that you thought was... Uh... You know what? I was actually very disappointed in that I didn't get a chance to go around and take a look at the, the booths in the way that I normally would have. I was just so swamped. Yeah. Um, I was excited to see what the guys from Lurker Paintball were, were trying to do, and I think that's going to be very interesting. And, um, and you know they were literally right around the corner across the hall from you, right? So yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, I I did manage to go take a look at those uh, what they were up to, and uh, I know those guys, and I've been talking to them about the project for a while. Yeah. So it was exciting for them to be releasing it. And the J four, um, did you see the J four? Yep, they're right next to me, and again, good friends of mine. So they're getting very close, and and that's that's cool. I think it's good for us to have more small companies and more innovators in the industry. So. For me to see people actually trying to do something outside of the box and create something special is, is a great thing. Yeah. And I think we need more of that. Yeah. Um, and how much, it, how much, honestly, did you have to hold back uh, when you saw Zuby and didn't hug him? How much were you really holding back? It was back? difficult. It was really difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. I'm just sad that I was so busy I didn't get to be on the show with Zuby on the Wednesday. 
because I think that would be uh, quite entertaining. Yeah, Eric Engler was great on the show. Uh, he, he was, and I came down and I saw you guys very briefly, and then I had to go back up and keep working. Yeah, well, but, that's um, the problem when someone you know when someone has a product that other people want, you kind of have to uh, go ahead and sell it to them, right? Yeah. Like, every time we every time we walked by, you had you know there's people waiting to talk to you and, and get your product, and there was a huge huge buzz about your products um, throughout the show, not just you know. With, with, there was a buzz with vendors and also people buying. So I think Inception Designs, you know, it was, made a it was super amazing, strong Joe. footprint, you know, and, and strong headway at the show. It was more than I expected, and it was it was absolutely amazing. Now I have to live up to the expectations and keep things moving forwards, which is uh, what I'm what I'm endeavouring to do. So it's exciting. I'm actually looking at bringing on some more full time staff and uh, try and get it all done. Very good. Awesome. Now, are you importing those from the UK? Your new staff, or uh, <laughs> no? This will be a homegrown American. Do you have a height requirement too? Must be at least yes, seven feet uh, tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six foot five minimum. Although the uh, one of the other guys I'm looking at bringing on board is actually the uh, the opposite end of the uh, tool spectrum. Oh no! You can't. So then then you'll have to have a clown car. Like a, the... like a clown. <laughs> yes. Like a gnome. Very good. Yes, I don't know the gentleman's name that worked your, worked your booth. That was uh, Andy. The, uh, yeah, the Green Giant. He um, very nice guy. Very yes, nice guy. He's coming on board. So he felt so bad because we like, kept coming to see you, and he's like, "Yeah, he's uh, he's busy, he's he's, you know, he's still I talking you with you know, yeah. and I don't have any authority so. to do anything." Uh, <laughs> well, that'll be that'll be changing, and uh, I wasn't anticipating it being as as busy as it was, but we've got some plans in place to uh, improve that for the future. Very good. Very good. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you for calling in, Simon. We're going to have to probably let you My go because we have uh, people that actually emailed in this, our questions that we should probably get to. Uh, but yeah, what a great event. Glad uh, glad that we had you on the show. That was a first for us. And uh, something tells me we're going to be back in your neck of the woods this year. Uh, I think so for OXCC, aren't you? I think so. I think let's, so. Let's get everybody on the show at one time then. We have to get <laughs> Eric down, me, Zuby. We'll have a good show then. That's true. Yeah, for sure. That'd be fun. My goal, um, and it sort of happened last year at Extravaganza. This year we weren't able to do it because of uh, the loudness of the bar, but my goal is to have a live show uh, with you know, 30 or 40, 50 people, guys, or, or 50 guys 30, out 40, there. It sounds like, sound like, sound sound like a damn that, That's what I was trying to do. Um, yeah, I mean, we had a live audience last year, and it was awesome. They were they were great. They uh, they were interactive. It was uh, it was good. So we'll need to rent a fifty channel console for that. Yes, yes, we <laughs> will. Be pretty crazy. Oh well. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Simon. Uh, at thanks least somebody called guys. me in tonight. That's great. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Awesome. Take care, sir. Bye, Simon. Bye, Simon. All right. So we still have lots of your questions to get to, uh, Seb. Why Zuby's don't we, next. Oh, Zuby, does Zuby Mr. have a question? Zubariah. Oh, very good. Yeah, hang on. I'm just saying hi to Beaker. There we go. Hi, Beaker. Okie oh, silly Tokyo. What should we get to first? Uh, oh, okay. I found this one pretty interesting that we're on the conversation of MagFed. Uh, when Jack writes in, when I first started playing in the mid-80s, we used 10-round tubes. Then in the quest for more firepower, loaders started to make, take over now. Now that MagFed has, Mag has, has become very... Do people <laughs> seriously proofread this? Jeez. Um, now that MagFed has become very popular, I've noticed that mags keep getting bigger and bigger. It won't be long before they are loaders again. What do you think? 
about his question. See, not his I thought he was leading. He was going to ask us to start talking about the strike loader. I was just going to talk about <laughs> that. How we could get larger loaders with hoses that would feed right into the back, into the side of the gun, and you could wear it on your back. That's a brilliant idea. You know, the main limitation to our sport is the fact that <laughs> we're dealing with a six-eight caliber paintball. Um, it's always going to be that size, and it's always going to have to have loaders of certain substance in order to hold them. Yes, there's 50 cal, 50 cal out there, uh, but for those of you that have tried it, it does mark, but in my opinion, still not well enough to um, combat cheating, uh, especially on the rental field when you have you know, people that don't quite understand the rules. And you have windshield wipers on your goggles too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Oh, but I... I think Tipman was on with something when they first started putting out their TPX. They had that Stagger Stack magazine. I thought they were really on to something because I thought if you look at the one they're coming out with now, the 20 stack, and you were somehow able to figure out the feeding issues behind Stagger Stacking that, you could be looking at a mag that would have, oh, I don't know, 30 paintballs in it. That's a decent-sized magazine. Yeah. Absolutely. Or stagger stacking one of the the U feed ones. If you're stagger stacking that, you might be able to get Tiberius know, is going to have rounds in it. Tr- no, um, is it Rap Four going to have a true feed twenty two round mag? Ra- I think Rap Four is going to have a twenty two round mag. Isn't that right? I'm not sure. Uh, Worm SA in the chat just brings up a new topic. Bazooka ball, he says. For those of you that don't know, Bazooka Ball was released at Paintball Extravaganza, and what it is, it's a basically like a silencer that goes onto the end of your gun and um, closes the porting on your barrel. Oh, you take the barrel off. Oh, is that what it is? Yes, I'm sorry. And then yeah, sorry. Um, you cram a, I hate saying the word, Nerf, it's like but a Nerf plus- golf ball, Yes. and um, and you, you shoot it at each other at ridiculous velocities. I, I, I think it's fairly safe. I mean, as long as you're wearing goggles and stuff, I think it's le- probably less traumatic than a paintball for some kids, but it's still bazooka ball. I don't know. Whatever. It was a neat project. Hmm. Joe is still paranoid of getting shot with the face with one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, we'll try and get that video on in the next week or two as several well. Several times. Just don't hit me in the face, okay? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Seb, so let's get some more of your questions. All right. Uh, next question. Brain Burnin asked, when will they do a league series with five-men division for scenario and or woods ball. Sorry, sorry, uh, Joe. I think the UWL is the closest you're going to get to that the right now. The closest you'll get is that. UWL. Yeah. Zuby, um, I, I, I know Simon, we were just talking to him, but he says that uh, the stacker or the stagger, to stagger stacking paintballs is tough. They don't slide well together. <clears throat> yeah. So maybe that's why we're not seeing it. That's a possibility. Yeah. I think he knows. We should ask that guy that was just on the on Skyped in. He you know, know, Simon's a pretty smart guy. And Brain, maybe figure it out. maybe look at the uh, PSP website because they did mention that they're really bumping up their pump division this year, this summer, along with the PSP events. So good, good. I would not be surprised if they yeah. uh, they actually uh, Super Game last year had uh, a pump game the night before, and it was it was huge. There was tons of people. They had to, I think, they had to limit registration on that one. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Anyone else have a question lined up? Uh, I got one from Eric. This is three round burst pump. <laughs> wow. My question is why? I know. Yeah. I had a hard time reading it with a straight face. Too. It's like the Robocop gun that uh, has the, the triple round burst. Three round pump. So every time you pump and pull the trigger, three balls would go out. You could do that if you had like a triple barrel shotgun. There was a paintball marker. Yeah, but why? 
Well, there was that paintball marker back in the day. It was called the Deuce, and it was double barrel. It had two hoppers on it, and it had one pump, and you'd pull the pump back, push it forward, and it would shoot, and you'd have two balls come out. It was also called the Nasty Typhoon, wasn't it? That, no, that yeah. was made. That was that was a semi-auto. Oh, was that semi-auto? That was a semi-auto. But this was called the Deuce. It was a double, a double barrel pump gun that had two, you know. 200 round hoppers on top yeah. or two ever what two of whatever you wanted yeah those nasty typhoons when you've got a double barrel and they both fire at the same time it's disorienting because you know just two balls traveling out of the end of your barrel you're trying to track one of them it's it's sort it's of hard enough to go pee imagine trying to pee through two doodads would be hard <sighs> <laughs> these pretzels are making me thirsty all right that was my segue so why don't we move on did anyone else have a question <laughs> Uh, Zuby looks busy, so I'm gonna go ahead, so we don't have I'm that. I'm ready. <clears throat> Leo J. Reddy, the third, asked, "What makes a, su- a successful woodball league? Limited paint, mission-based attack, defend, etc." Question mark. I don't think you should ever have limited ammo. Nope. No, especially when you're playing scenario. Um, I don't know. I think I, I I talked about this with Joe one time, and he mentioned the fact that the I think the biggest hindrance, and now that he's said it, makes perfect sense to me. The biggest hindrance behind the whole scenario paintball league thing is the field. It's hard to convince a field owner to create a separate area just to play a tournament for one weekend when they could have walk-on groups in that area. Yeah. That takes a large portion of the field away, and it's set up specifically for one thing and one thing only. It's very hard to turn that into a random scenario game on a weekend. Yeah, mm, I agree. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's the format. Formats can change. Formats, whatever. You can do whatever format you want. It's just it's a matter of finding a field to do it at. Yeah. All right, let's buzz through some more here. We'll get some good, uh, good value. Uh, did Spider come out with anything new this year for their Meg? Wrong there, uh, Megfed. <laughs> no, but they came out with a fifty caliber rental gun. That's pretty cool. They, yeah. No, but they came out for a fifty <laughs> caliber rental gun. But here's and the thing: there's Spider's taking a step back. You got to think about this. It, they 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 were purchased by M, uh, by Empire. Um, so it's going to take a little while for them to sort out which SKUs they're going to sell, and then they're probably going to take their you know their mag mag uh, technology and maybe modify it trick it out change it do whatever customize um, it but uh, maybe that is their stepping stone into magfed parker and milo are magfed yeah and there's a question on here <clears throat> for todd i'm gonna read it in matt's voice <laughs> todd are there any exercises you use for walking your trigger on your offhand <laughs> um, Why do you use my voice? Because <laughs> you're sick. I'm supposed to be reading the questions for you. It's a very interesting question, actually. That's awesome. That's a trick question. I, in all honesty, um, it, here's, well, here's what we used to do. on the podcast kay. video how to do your No, but your, here's uh, what we used to no. do back in the days before ramping. Um, uh, you know, grab your gun and hold it and just incessantly practice feathering the trigger. I yeah, know that you're sounds stupid. TV, walk it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're watching TV. Put one on the back of the toilet. <laughs> put one in your car. The best thing to do is work. to do it when you're around somebody that it irritates, because um, that seems to be the problem. But 
I mean, I remember click, 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 people click, click, would click, just click, hold their guns click. and incessantly click it. And and that's the same thing about, you know, guys that want to learn how to shoot left-handed uh, proficiently. I always tell them to hold their gun with their left hand when they're coming on and off the field and try to favor their left hand uh, when they're w- when they're holding their guns, cronying it, uh, even, even um, you know, uh, target shooting. Always try to use your hand as much as you, your left hand as, as much as you can so that it doesn't become... So it feels more comfortable, essentially, build up that muscle memory. I'll even elaborate on this. When I first started taking drum lessons as a kid, my drum instructor said, do everything with your left hand. Butter your toast, zip your pants, do everything with your left hand. And also, uh, walking the trigger is fine with your left hand, but another thing that I see a lot of people struggling with is, <coughs> excuse me, switching, going from your ref, uh, your ref to your wild hand. hand. <laughs> uh, you had to switch. Yeah, to switch too. Yeah. Speaking of Seb's voice impediment, um, <laughs> speech impediment. Sorry. Well, while you while you you pick a question, I got a I got a good one. No, I had me. a good one. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? We're Is ready. It? Oh, what are your thoughts on a disabled players league? Disabled teams and adaptations to allow disabled people to play. That's brilliant. I think it's, it's great. great. Yeah, that's brilliant. Olympics. Yeah, we uh, at our indoor facility, it's uh wheelchair accessible it's flat everywhere um and it's all the same playing surface throughout the front to the end of the back everywhere so people that have wheelchairs can actually move it about um our doorways and our buildings are wide enough that a wheelchair can get in and out as well um and our transition from our speedball field to our scenario field is, is also the same height so i mean you you can go and play um i've seen also there's mounts um Tipman and valken in their catalogs have paintball gun mounts that are meant for like companies that are doing zombie shoots um, and I've seen guys take those mounts and mount them to a, um, an arm on their wheelchair so that they can roll around and, and have the gun sitting there so all they need to do is grab the gun aim and shoot but the weight of the gun is being held by these brackets I think it's brilliant and the brackets keep it so that you only are shooting you know 40 degrees in front of you so it doesn't spin around and shoot you or you know when you're going through a door it doesn't go all the way to the right and then you get caught in a doorway so yeah, but I mean, outdoor is tough. Sure. Not every outdoor field has enough level ground that you can do it, but uh, certainly you could do it on a speedball field. Most speedball fields uh, are, are there, flat. There is some attention paid to it, too, from uh, Team Defiant. Sent in their, uh, yep. their stuff for, I think it was veterans coming back. Yep, action. And the, uh, action, the action chair. chair. Yeah. Those are pretty badass, though. Like those are awesome. You can, you, can go, you can go deer hunting in those things. You can go right into the forest. You can... Yeah. yeah, buddy. Good for them. So I got a comment slash question. Are you guys coming to AMR Castle weekend, April 26th to 27th? Um, no, because we're going to be um, Trek Wars. Trek Wars. Mm-hmm. We're unfortunately mm-hmm. going uh, to miss that, but uh, fortunately we're going to be at uh, Trek Wars. That's great. A la home field. And the second part of that uh, communication via email we by already said Jim no. Winters. Oh. Also, I had a question for the show with all these Magfegs coming out. Mag what? Megfed. Okay. Did anyone else hear that? Yes. Okay. Hey, stop dwelling on it, <laughs> uh, with all <coughs> With all these Magfeds coming out, I feel you are at an unfair advantage when playing against electronic guns with a 200-round loader. Unless you're playing in a strictly Magfed event, I say you lose nine times. Nine out of ten times. Your thoughts? I, I disagree. Um, I play handicapped 
in some people's mind by playing pump and that's you could argue is limited ammo as well because you can only get no, out no, so no, much no. at a time we just tell you your handicap <laughs> <laughs> but magfed i mean that's I mean, you're always going to be up against guys that have semi-auto and have more paint you know on them um it's just a learning curve you're just going to have to pick your shots um you know not everybody needs to lay down ropes of paint and hold people in positions and, and, and whatnot. It is an uphill battle. It's not going to be easy. No, it's going to better you, if anything, because you're going to be more selective on your shots. You're going to take the time to, to, to aim them, and uh, you're going to be more cognizant of how much paint you're going through. I, I, think you're going, I think you're going to see many field operators embrace mag, embrace mag fed, and you'll see... You'll, you'll see your what I think you'll see is your traditional recreational paintball players. You'll you'll have them playing. You'll have speedball on speedball f- on fields, and then you'll have a mag fed variant on another field playing in a group of twenty or thirty, you know, and doing their own thing. And as then you rec- in my, many fields take the recreational players and you break it down into rental players. On one field, then you have an in, intermediate advanced players with their own equipment playing an up-level game on a different field. Most playing fields, regardless of their size, have you know four to six to eight different playing fields, and you can easily—it's—it's it's a bit of a science, but you can easily rotate different groups among fields so everyone can experience all your different fields. It's very easy to do, and it's—it's it's what the players want. But you have to look at what what works best for the field and the field operators. Well, everyone I think can live you know, together in harm, harmonious paintball relationship. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, why don't we get to maybe one more question, and then um, I think uh, we have a Skype call lined up, so why don't we do that? I got one from Kyle Allen Hatch Bailey, who apparently does not have enough first names. Uh, when will HBA tank become higher pressure? Um, I honestly have to say, after the tank we saw from Ninja the other day, is it going to be necessary? I don't know. I don't know if you need to. I mean, you look at, you know, Lux. You look at the Vanquish. You look at any of the high-end guns. When you go out to play speedball, per se, or even scenario, you're carrying a crap ton of paint on you, and your tank is ho- is able to shoot all of that. Unless you devise another system to hold more paint on you successfully and comfortably, that's not a strike loader. Um, I don't know why you'd need another tank. <clears throat> to be honest with you. I appreciate what he's saying, and I'd love to have a tank that doesn't run out of air. Um, the, the, you know, If you're going to ask that question, too, you also have to put it back in the field owner standpoint. When are all fields going to have proper air? I mean, how many scenario games have you been to, Zuby, where you go to your, you know, here's an example. We were at Flaggarders. We filled our tanks, made sure our guns worked. We went to an event. I won't say the name. And uh, we donated without realizing our air back to their air system because they were only up to about 3,500. Every time. (laughs) So, I mean, it's great to have these high-pressure tanks, but not every field, um, and and I'm not trying to put fields down because they're very expensive to have compressor systems, but not every field can go all the way up to 45 consistently all day long. No. You know, which is too bad. Which no, is I too think bad. that's an accept. You know, I'd honestly say I don't from Joe's. You know, I'm not a field owner, but I think I'd honestly say drop CO2 and pick up a decent 45 system. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, well, let's. Uh, we have a Skype call here. Let's see who this is. Matt, well, will this, look at this go lounge, up? Lounge lizard. It's lounge oh, lizard. Thanks, guys. <laughs> ah, Mr. Beaker, how are you? Not too bad, guys. What's happening? Not much. What is that exercise unit you have on the couch over there? Which one? Where? I don't know. It's like green rubber bands with some stretchy things. Were you just doing some jazzercise? Oh, no, that's the wife's. 
Ah, oh, well, okay. <laughs> so this is the dungeon we're in? Ah, that's actually the game room. Uh, well, whatever you guys call it. <laughs> Very nice. How, <laughs> when are we going to see Beaker this year? Um, you'll see me probably at Super Game, Living Legends, Castle, um, most of the EMR events. And then but hold I'm on going a sec. To are we going to see you in Canada at Flag Raiders at all this year? If I get my passport. Nice. I'm working on working on getting that so yeah. um and plus don't I mean, you it's work security somewhere and aren't you bonded how hard is it to get your passport you yeah, like have top secret clearance for what you do and you can't get a passport come on yeah no i no I, it's <laughs> it is yeah, I'm just, stammer, stammer 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 <laughs> not with that with you're not going to get through an, you're not going to get through yeah. an interview security interview with that if you're going to be stammering and i see your eyes no. twitching and how come you still have your Christmas tree up? And what are you hiding behind that mustache? <laughs> is this, why is it so hard to get a passport? <laughs> well, he's got to get up. He's got to shower. He's got to drive to the passport office. got to walk to the end line. of your hallway. That's going to take you half the Beaker's day. got two cats. <laughs> he does. Yeah, I got come. Yeah, yeah, there's more than just two. <laughs> Very nice. All right. We're also doing a podcast here, so I guess we should stop being so visual. Uh, <laughs> we could describe his room. Beaker's sitting on two lovely couches covered in paintball jerseys. Yep. He's got much. random cat toys and a laptop sitting on the floor, and he has a very like large, extremely large coffee mug that dwarfs anything else in his Looks house. Looks like he's filming an episode of Born Free. <laughs> All right, Beaker, do you have any questions for the show, or are you just calling to say hello? I just figured I'd call and say hello and see how you guys were doing, and I know it was uh, good to see you guys with the uh, extravaganza this year. It sure year. was, um, wasn't it? Yes, I had a nice haircut, and Joe had a clean shave, and... You know, Zuby was trying that new Axe body spray. We must have been pretty nice to be around. <laughs> yeah, put the whole can on so I don't have to shower all week. <laughs> nice. <laughs> shower yeah. in a bottle. It, yeah, the, the road show, I mean, with you guys and having your setup with it, you guys do, that's a, that's an awesome setup you guys have. Yeah. It really is. Um, it, it was enjoyable to sit down and on. I mean, I know I wasn't on the show with you guys, but, I mean, it was yeah. enjoyable to watch. So Zuby's still a little upset because the show didn't allow him to walk around. He knew it was a paintball event, so he was walking around without his shirt on and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was in, through his knuckle. I was in full <laughs> speedball mode I had my boxers and my Uggs on I was waiting for that <laughs> so waiting for that. very nice alright well thank yeah. you very much Beaker for checking in we're going to let you go yep. here we'll see you um, in Sniper's Den probably in Oregon for uh, Super yep. Game Super yes game. definitely Super game. Super game. very good nice. so. thank you sir we're going to let you go and uh, we'll see you shortly Bye. so thanks guys all you need to do is uh, get us up on Skype um and um yeah we yeah. might start taking some skype calls in the next few weeks um so get us up on at behind the this is our podcast you're listening to you are listening to us on itunes if you're watching us live on monday night thank you very much but you do want to check us out on itunes nothing better than to uh crank the podcast on when you're in your vehicle doing your commute makes it a little more interesting i wouldn't say overly interesting just maybe a little more interesting than being in traffic all by yourself thank you josh zubi zabrikas for being in the program this evening no, thank no. you for listening oh some oh, sound effects crazy. sound effects that's actually just my cold <laughs> oh um, I'm Joe. Thank you very much for having me. It was great. Joe, here's a question. Yeah, Sorry talk. to cut, get to this late. You guys were talking. Guest 585 asked, do you guys know why Ninja uh, doesn't make their tanks PI slash DOT approved so they are 110% legal with the with the European Union? I don't... 
I don't know how big of the market is for them. I, I, they're constant. They need DOT for the U.S. and they need TC for Canada. I think they concentrate on the North American market first. I, I, if they had orders, you know, it, it probably costs several thousand dollars. Could be a patent thing too. Yeah, yeah. you never. Somebody know. could hold yeah. that patent in Europe. Yeah, the other thing is the laws I, might be different. For I know every exactly. paintball yeah, business yeah, right now is. You know, with the recession, they're only manufacturing as much as they think they need to. And as the recession is slowly going away and numbers are increasing, they are increasing their productions, but they're only manufacturing what they think they're going to sell. So I, I think they're trying to stay with what they know is going to sell, which is to the U.S. and Canadians right now. Uh, Europe is really hard. I remember Gavin saying he had to hire a patent lawyer for three months to try to get his product for the over to Europe. Base, yeah, yeah. And that was impossible. I don't know where he's at now, but... We'll let him uh, fill us in on that stuff later. Yeah. And he needs to be fluent well, there's European, a lot of too. There's a lot of confusion over the uh, patent laws around Garvin Sand. and Gavin. So there's <laughs> Garvin. <laughs> yeah. But that's the interesting thing. Is his patent law or is his patent request, is it in under Garvin or Gavin? We're going to have to ask him next time. Yeah. I think hmm. Gavin is a North American translation. Garvin is the European I think so. <laughs> and he's he's quite fluent in European as well. So he's he when he's when he's in Europe, he's quite he's at home there because he can speak European. Yep. And guys, if you are listening to us on podcast, make sure you head on over to our Facebook page and type in on our Facebook page, "Hey, give me a ticket or give me a damn ticket for Living Legend Seven, And that's all you need to do to get entered in the draw, which we'll do next week on do it now the show. Um, if you're in your car, pull over and then do it on your smartphone. All right, um, Seb. Yes. Thank you for being in the program tonight. You are Hello. most welcome, sir. In a percentage, how many questions do we actually get to? Actually, very few because, uh, as usual, we had tons tonight. And I only did three. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. We had. We, we, but yeah. a talk to Simon's worth a thousand questions. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I would say. All right. And, Matt, I'm not going to say it, but uh, thank you for being in the program tonight. Mm. And um, good, yeah. So we will see you guys back here for episode sixteen of our podcast, seventeen of our podcast next week, uh, or for our live show Monday night at eight o'clock. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week. Peace.